0: Scotto Del Vecchio, coming to you live. Hey, let's say hello to our online crowd. God bless you guys. You know, we are just, God is doing stuff. We got people watching in all kinds of states, so we want to say hi to Florida. I know there's Florida people watching. There's people in Texas watching, and who knows where else. Texas, everything's bigger in Texas, right? Thought I'd start out today, uh, and if you're you're a guest today, you're going to be like, he's ornery. Boy, you're in the right place. So um, really good, but they're uh, two two pirates talking. They they hadn't seen each other wire in a while. So we've got Blackbeard and Long John. They saw each other, and, then, and so I'm going to do my best pirate voice. Okay. So they said, hi, Long John, been long time. How's that? Pretty good. What do you think?" And so uh, he says, "Oh, Blackbeard," he said, "What's been happening? Lots gone on since I seen ya." And he said, "Yeah, got this eye patch, got this hook." Got this peg leg. He said, Well, tell me about it. He said, Well, so I got in this. Well, I gotta go with my pirate voice now. I gotta move back I got in this battle, he said, and a lucky shot hit me leg. I had to get a peg. The guy said, Oh, that's terrible. He said, Yeah, he said, the ship went down. He said, Then a shark bit off my hand. I had to get this hook. He said, That's awful. So, what about the patch? He said, The seagull flew overhead. I looked up right in me eye he said well that wouldn't cause you to have to put a patch on he goes first day I had me hook (laughs) (sighs) be here all week (laughs) everybody was happy at the wedding even the cake was in tears okay we're done how are you today Enjoying the weather, I'm, I'm looking forward to the end of the month where we can fellowship out in the courtyard, and, and that's going to be a lot of fun. I, I love being able to just, you know, where we have time. And I, I want to explain, as we grow, we're going to add life groups. I am focusing right now on believing God for uh, regenerating and reactivating our youth ministry and believing God for that to come in the future. We're looking for, right now, I'm busy looking at dramas and things to do uh, for the Christmas season. Um, for the youth to do and we'll we'll pull youth in you know because they they love the power of god and they want to see god do things and so tara and i are looking at different things that we're like yes and we uh, touched base a little today and and so we're going to continue to do that and believe god for amazing things but men's group women's group and we'll just continue to do that but when you need to understand something before we even start the message did you know that life change happens in small settings i mean in this big setting it's awesome and we love that corporate worship and corporate getting together but you know it's in like the the men's breakfast the women's breakfast or those little outings the Amish trip outing or wherever they go or the youth and this and that that's where life change starts happening that's where you build relationships and then you come enjoy them in the in the big setting and and you kind of get like these are my people and you get to where you can laugh and just have fun and and be and find out that everybody's everybody's regular so to speak we all if we're honest it doesn't matter if you're the pastor or you're the janitor everybody's plate sits different on the table and we all got issues that we have to have god help us with amen so i mean it's just a great way to build church that's how relationships start that's what jesus did he walked around and when he got his disciples he would just talk to them and say follow me they dropped their nets and they just followed him and the relationship started So it's going to be a good ride, and it's a great place to get connected. So we just encourage you to do that. You'll find out we're not talking about religion. We're talking about relationship. And uh, we did religion a long time ago. I didn't like it. I didn't like politics and didn't like religion. And that was kind of the push as God had me start this church. Uh, We want to build it on Jesus and just having a relationship with him. So that's why we're living life on purpose. And that's why that, that message is spreading. So God is so good. I want to thank you all for coming. I want to talk to you this morning, and I titled this message Name Calling. Name Calling. Now, when I was in school, it wasn't really brought as much. I don't remember it being brought to the forefront bullying. That is a more of a bigger issue now, I think, uh, or at least maybe it isn't, but it's just more talked about. I think a lot of things sometimes because the media is you know, it, it's probably maybe the level where it was when we were around, but it just, you know, gets exploded. But, you know, there was always name calling. Anybody ever experienced that growing up in school and there was name calling, there were bullies, there was this and there was that. And, and uh, you know, the reason I called this name calling is taking off from that because I, I want I wanted to get you to think, oh, I get it, name calling. But I'm not talking about name calling in that sense. I'm talking about what you are Calling by name, or what you are name and calling about you, about your life. We've been talking about healing, and at the end of service today, I'm going to be happy to pray for you. I I get excited about doing what God wants me to do and and watching the Lord do what he does. But I want to talk about just what we say again. We talked last week about it, but again, what we are calling by name, what we are name-calling Why should you call yourself something every day? Jesus said this. I just love this. Jesus said, "She's not dead. If you look at Luke 8:52, the house was filled with people weeping and wailing, but he said, "Stop the weeping. She isn't dead. She's only asleep." Those were his words. She isn't dead. When the group of people, they got together and they were upset because Jairus' daughter had died. And she was pronounced dead. He comes into the house. He takes her by the hand and brings her back to life. But here's the fact. She was dead. Remember we talked about first words? In the midst of it, and we just sang about it, and we were talking about it as I was down here. I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm. What are you calling when the storm hits? What are you saying? Some people say it doesn't matter, it matters. The fact is, the little girl was dead, but Jesus said she's not. Now, people go, You're not Jesus. Thank you, Walter Cronkite. I'm not Jesus, neither are you, but greater is he that's in me. And Jesus said, I could do what he does, and even bigger. That spirit is in me and is in you if you're a believer. But So if Jesus said she's not dead, when she's pronounced dead by man's standard, is he lying? Come in. Avon. <laughs> He's not lying because the Bible says he knew no sin. 2 Corinthians 5.21. God made Christ who never sinned to be an offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. So when he calls the girl that's dead not dead, how about this? The Bible says in Joel 3 10 talks about one version says, Let the weak say I am strong. Another version will say it's talking about being trained, let your warriors basically that are untrained be trained for battle. The ones that don't know, show them how. The weak say I'm strong. Is God telling us to lie? No, he's not. In both cases, he's calling. Listen to what I'm saying. He's calling the end from the beginning. He's declaring the end result that is believed before it shows up. We've talked about Mark eleven twenty four. It says that we believe we receive when we pray, not when it shows up. He is confirming these things that we are calling the end result. What do you want to see? What are you believing for? That is the name that you should call what you're believing for. Calling things that are not as though they are is a spiritual principle and it's throughout the Bible. And folks stay away from it because it requires faith. Because then, it, this is where, if I can coin phrases from the natural, put your money where your mouth is. This is where the rubber meets the... Because this is what it is. This is I mean, if this is what you believe, well, if I state what I believe and there is no doubt, I'm either going to be right or wrong. It's either going to work or it won't. And remember, if we have our faith in this divided, I'll talk about that in a second, according to James, we don't get anything because it's divided. If you're like, God, come through. And if you don't come through, I'm going to put everything on this visa. Then my plan B is really my plan A, isn't it? And I can say that and not feel bad about it because I've been there, done that. And it's until i like, Lord, I don't want a plan B. I want to be all in. I want to call what you say. Could you imagine having to line up with Jesus in that situation? She's dead. Come on, guys. Uh, maybe you should stay out. It starts giving you a different opinion of why he said, maybe not everybody's allowed in here. I mean, he loves them. He's not saying he can't, they can't be with him. But what if their faith is like, she's dead she did she did he's already saying this is what she is i need those that will stand with me you ever been in a foxhole and you know who you have with you who you want in your foxhole and you want somebody declaring what god says remember we've talked about agreement but when we say i want this is going to require faith Sometimes we'll say, I want that, but we don't want to say it loud, because what if anybody hears us? Or somebody hears and says, okay. Then we're afraid of what they think more than what we're believing for. What if it doesn't happen? Because the enemy will play on your mind that way. Or what if it doesn't happen the way you thought? Faith declared and believed is what changes kingdoms. Everything changes by faith. It comes into the kingdom by us praying it in, declaring, believing, confessing, and not doubting. That's how things happen. When we give our money, and I'm going to say this, and oh, he's going to talk about money. Yeah? Because the money is given to you, you have the authority of where it goes. When you give your money, when you say, and I'm taking it from the world's Earth curse system from the world system. I'm putting it into the kingdom of God. It changes dominion It changes kingdom. And so then now heaven has legal access because you are the authority to that money for heaven to Multiply it or use it for whatever the cause was Those same principles apply to what we believe in our faith and what we say not just in giving Deuteronomy 30, 19 says this, Today I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessing and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Think about what that just says. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. In Proverbs eighteen twenty one, God says the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. It means it's our choice. It's you and my choice on what we call now I was going to, I was I titled this originally who are you going to call. But then all I could hear was na 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 when you change in, in your neighborhood. Then I was going to like how can I change this to make this godly? You know, without dubbing it. So I thought, ah, I won't mess with you that much. So I ended up changing this to name calling. But here's our here's our first thought. Now, before I even actually say the first thought, we make a choice with our words. Have you ever said something you regret? Isn't that, we've all done that. It's kind of like toothpaste, isn't it? Once you squeeze it out of the tube, you can't put it back. Once it comes out, you're like, mm, I shouldn't have said that. So we all have choices to make. So I'm going to give you some reasons or some answers today why it's, you should call yourself well. Because God wants you well. Our first thought calling yourself well is an act of faith. It's going to take faith to call yourself well because in this life you're going to have tribulation. There's all kinds of things going on. Have you ever with how you know this ever happened or you've been around in a store and somebody or yourself just has a tickle in your throat, nothing going on except you swallowed wrong or something and you start coughing and everybody around is like ah and they just because they think oh it's the covid. And you want to be just like, I'm just coughing. I'm fine. And they're like, yeah. But it's an act of faith. Romans 4.17. It says, as it is written, I have made you father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. That's the new King James Version. That's where that calling things that are not as though they are. Calling yourself well even when you have symptoms of not being well, what do you say? Even when you have a pile of prescriptions that you need to take, what do you say? Even when a doctor is telling you everything that's wrong with you, what do you say? start again and i'm not telling you to get off medication you need to listen to the lord and and god uses doctors and he uses medicine it's okay you know maybe he'll show you maybe there's some natural things you can do if you don't like the side effects with some of the you know prescription medication is a whole nother bundle of fun But you you have to listen to God. But I would rather you be obedient to what you know you're supposed to be doing. If you need to take some meds, you take what you're supposed to. But you are proclaiming from your mouth, there's going to be a day, come on, when I don't have to do that. When my body is lined up and my faith and everything meet together and all of a sudden, it's done. I mean, I not only am saying it, but I see it and the results are there. Anything opposite... Of what the world is saying is an act of faith, isn't it? You know, people say all kinds of things. Well, all my kids have the flu, as sure as anything, I'm gonna get it. Well, there you go. Why would you say that? We need to have faith in the word of God. Faith that when he said, by his stripes, we are healed, Isaiah 53:5, he wasn't lying. The Bible is completely true. Faith when he said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. It wasn't just because he felt good at that moment, thought I'd say something nice. Faith that when he said, I will put none of these diseases upon you, that's what he meant. He was talking about me and he was talking about you. I love this one song, I don't remember the artist, but kudos to you, he's got a song. He had me on his mind when he's hanging on the cross. It was me that was on his mind. I'm like, oh my word. We have to have that kind of faith. We have to know that God has made provision for you. You have to know, God, you didn't do this and just thought of me later. James 1, 6 and 7 says, those who don't believe what God is saying, and we just kind of try to hold two things, or or maybe stride both sides of the fence, or saddle that. God says all kinds of things about this, but he says, if you're lukewarm, he'll spit you out of your mouth, out of his mouth. You gotta make a choice. You know in eternity everybody in here gets to go and live forever. Everybody does everybody online. You get to live forever good news And the other good news is you get to choose where you get to go But everybody gets to live forever. I personally like the plan that I don't have to burn That's a good plan The benefits are amazing James 1, 6 and 7 says, When you ask Him, be sure your faith is in God alone. Say to your neighbor, God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty as unsettled as the wave of the sea that's blown tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. If we pray according to His will... We know he hears us and we have what we ask. That's 1 John five fifteen. That's one of my favorite scriptures. If I'm believing that, he has that. If I'm praying in his will, his will is that I'm well, then I know he hears me. There's no room for doubt when we know he hears that. If you know, you know. If you know, let me give you an example. If you know the son is real... And somebody says, there is no sun. That's really not a sun. You would be like, you are wackadoo. There is no sun. Then nothing will talk you out of you. You've seen the sun. You know that it's real. You've felt the warmth from it. You know, you, you've, you've even studied it in school, but you know there are facts, and you know, okay, I get it. And the Bible talks about things like that. So, you know, you're okay. But are you going to let somebody talk you out of it? There's people that... They make platforms out of trying to take something and get you confused about it. The enemy is the author of confusion. He is the king of deception. There's people, there's a joke that they said, you know what, I'm going to travel to the sun. I'm going to travel to the sun. And, And a guy said, you can't go to the sun. He said, it's so many millions and billions of degrees, you'll burn up. She said, I'm going at night. (laughs) Are you going to let just because it's night? Okay, there's no sun. I don't see it. There's no sun. You can't be talked out of it. How about an eclipse? Anybody ever seen the eclipse? I remember even growing up. There's only so many times that happens and you see one and you're like, that's pretty cool. But you still know there's a sun. It's time you and I get unbelief out of our life. It's time that we shred the doubt of just saying, what if God is wrong? God is never wrong. Never. If there's any short in anything, it is never God. It is us. Or you're buying the lie of the enemy, which still makes it you, because you have a choice. Start calling yourself well every day, because that's God's will for you. I have declarations I say every day. And those are many are just, you know, I am well, I'm this, I'm that, I'm, I can do this, I, you know, this is what I want to weigh, this is what I want to see, this is where I want to go, this is what I'm believing for, this is what I call. You know what I also say? I say stuff like this Are you ready? Sure, go ahead. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> I call my vision every day. Thank you, Father, that I have 2020 vision. And do I always have 20? Tw- I don't know. I guess. I mean, I got tested. They said I had 20/20 20, 20 vision, but sometimes I feel like I need to play trombone. Anybody ever? If the lighting just isn't right, or what is it with people that want to put print like the size of a mustard seed? Hey, can you read that? No, can you? But I was with Kim the other day, so we were a pastor and I. She's like, here, and she showed me. We had a paper, and I'm like, I said, I didn't need my glasses to read that. She just looked at me and smiled, and. Winked, and I was just like, and the first thing that came out of my mouth was, thank you, Lord. I've been to the barber on several different occasions. He said this, and I hope this continues. You're getting new hair. I can't hardly see you. I'm just like, yeah, okay, cool. Because I, I, I thank the Lord. I, listen to what I'm telling you. Sounds goofy. I don't care if you don't like it or not. I'm just telling you, these are, I didn't tell the people, I declared that I have new hair. Do I have new hair? He's telling me, I I, I thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord, that my hair is thick and full. Now, you can probably still say that it's not as thick as it should be. Okay. But that's the way I call it. I call it Elvis thick or whatever, you know, I don't have that in my declarations, but I'm just saying, I call things that are not as though they are. Brett, why is this such a big deal? Because this is what will stop healing in your life, and I'm going to tell you, unbelief. Unbelief, that's it. The doctor's report won't stop it. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Because somebody else says it, that won't stop healing. It's your believing the lie. It's you following unbelief. It's us saying, I don't know, maybe I'll question God a little bit. Maybe I'm on the fence of this. I'm telling you right now, if I don't understand it and God says it and I don't understand it, I'd rather stand under it and then let his spirit show me what the truth is and the truth will help me somebody, make me free. So I'm going to stand with God and say, you know what? When I grew up, it was like this. My mama, my mama was a very big advocate of don't do this. I would say why, and she would say because. <laughs> Nothing frustrates a kid more than because I said so. Or are we there yet? <laughs> but, you know, but she had reasons She didn't want me to do this because she didn't want to go into bread. It's probably not a good idea to take that fork and put it in a light sack. There are parents that would say, go ahead. That'll teach you. We really didn't run our house that way. We'd rather protect you from that. But if I don't get it all, then I'm going to let God reveal it to me. But as long as he said it, it's okay. Because if I ever need protection as a kid, if I ever didn't understand anything, if I ever felt unsafe, if I ever felt threatened as close as I could get to my mom and dad, that's where I wanted, because that was where safety was. Because they were the ones that did what. They said so. Your father's telling you so. Your heavenly Father, what are you calling yourself? Well, Brett, the pain is real bad. I, I, I'm sure it is. I'm not taking away, but it still can't stop the healing of God. The doctor's report, like I said, can't stop it. The pain can't. You know what will stop it? Your unbelief. Mark 6, 5 is the only time Jesus said he was unable to do any miracles. The Bible said he healed somebody, couldn't do what he wanted. He wanted to. He was there. But what stopped him? You're talking God in flesh. I mean, we're talking like he's already been into the phone booth. He's got a Superman costume on. He's not Clark Kent. He's Jesus Christ. And he says, unbelief. Exodus 15, 26 says, If you'll do what is right in God's sight, he won't put any disease on you. Well, what's right in his sight? Faith is right in his sight. Do you believe that God can do anything? Nothing is impossible to him who believes. There's times that we have put our own self in and we're like, God, I want it this way or what's happening? And and we find ourselves in when the pressure's on. It's easy to have faith when everything's right. Come on. It's easy to say God supplies all my needs when your tank is on full. It's on full. It's not on W for walk. You know, whether gas is four, five, six. Done. But you, if you got a full tank, you got groceries, in, it's okay. But when you don't have that stuff, now the pressure's on. What do you say then? What do you call then? There's times that we were fighting different things. And, and, and the enemy is subtle. He's very subtle. He'll he'll slither and slide in somehow. And Pastor Kim, she's, she's good. That woman has got supernatural, not only hearing. She could hear a grasshopper rub his legs at 200 yards. I'm telling you. She'll be like, did you hear that? I'm like, what? Did you hear that sound? Any other husband ever have to walk through your house because your wife heard a sound? (laughs) I appreciate you saying that and you're sitting right beside your wife. That's good. (laughs) There's a man that lives by faith right there. Put the knife down, Melinda. Put the knife down. No, you're fine. I've known Jack and Melinda for a long time. But I'm saying she's got supernatural healing, but she also, not just in the natural, she has, in my opinion, hearing for the Lord. That's why I said that. And in the midst of pressure isn 't that what happens? What you really believe happens under pressure i 've had people at work when I worked at Honda and they were they 'd say one thing and something would happen, and the pressure would be on, and out of their mouth would come things and they 'd be like oh, i shouldn 't have said that, but we 've all been there. I get it, but under that pressure, she had gotten into agreement just casually with what something somebody said. We were talking I think Sammy was little and had a fever, and she was frustrated she 'd been you're doing what mamas all do. You know what mamas do. Mamas are amazing because when the kids are asleep, mamas are still sitting by their bed combing their hair out of their face and, and praying over them and, and, and just you know making sure everything is right and all that. And she is like, God, why isn't this fever going away? And, and if I get this wrong, you ask her and she'll, she'll tell you. And the Lord immediately spoke to her. And again, she's got a hearing ear. And a hearing ear, part of that is this, because her heart says, I want to hear what the Lord says. Now you listening to me, because if you want to do what God says, you better have a hearing ear to do it. Because if you're going to do it, you you got to obey. You got to be able to hear it and then obey. So that shows you her willingness. So we're still vulnerable because we live in a world that's fallen, but we're not of this world, are we? Because we're born again. So she's and the Lord spoke to who, her and said, "Stop hindering me." And she immediately had to ask, like, Why am I? what am I doing? What do you mean hindering you? I'm not going to tell you not to heal my boy. But somebody had said this because he had a fever and she was praying. Now, some of you all might do this. Well, you know what? When my kid gets a fever, I just give him Motrin; and it goes right away. Thank you, Jesus. That's what the medicine's supposed to do. It takes fevers away. Sometimes we go to a medicine before we go to God. What if God created your body to fight some of that off? And then you just let your body do what it does. Now, if it gets to a level that you need the medicine, put the medicine in if the Lord says. I'm okay with that. Is, is that okay? I mean, you guys understand what I'm saying? So I'm not saying don't withhold anything. I'm just saying listen to God. And she said what? And this is what the person said. Now, if, again, if I don't get this right, she can correct it, but, or she can tell me and I'll correct it now. But um, they had said, well, fevers always go up at night. And and she went, "Mm, okay, yeah, something like that. And the Lord brought that back. You got an agreement with that. And so she said, okay. And he had told her stuff like this, only believe. You know what that means? You don't have to have all the answers. Just believe me, I got this. And so she does. And she breaks that word. Why? Because she called in agreement with that, so she broke it. And the fever went away what are you calling who are what are we calling on something i mean if it's just us we might as well shut the doors and go home but if there is a god and there is a god then let's let him do what he says just believe our second thought today is calling yourself well will change your situation Let the weak say I'm strong. That's Joel 3.10. I'm going to say what the word says. You'll hear me say all the time, line up with the word of God because the word is always truth. It is always truth. It is always truth. And truth will set you free. The facts may say she's dead. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Let the truth speak. What does God say? God says, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if the Egyptians are right on your tail. You hold that staff over the Red Sea and baby, the waters are going to part. And I'm gonna keep them there by by a fire cloud all night while this thing dries out. Just trust me. I mean, so many things in the Bible that are just like, to the natural mind, would be like, that is crazy. But Jesus says, only believe. When we call ourselves well, it changes our situation, our perspective changes. Now I don't have my view, I don't have the doctor's view. I have God's view and that's the only view I need I just need God's view my words change when my words change to what God says my mountain moves when my words change to what God says my mountain my mountain doesn't have to move at just blah 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 Charlie Brown's here, but when I speak authority do you know at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow every tongue confess demons flee at the name of Jesus Not at my name, but my name is in the authority because he's delegated it to me. So I can use his name. I get the privilege of using. They don't come out in the name of Brett. But they come out in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus said, Brett, get them out of there. It's the same as like when we're growing up as a kid. My sister could say, I'd say, I don't have to do that. She'd say, "Uh uh-huh. Dad said. I hate it when you do that. But because if that really was true and that came from a higher authority, it was happening. It'll take you from weak to strong. It'll take the blind and give them 20-20 vision. It'll take the childless and give them a house full of children. It'll say, the enemy will say, you can't have babies. But Jay and Amy will say, oh, yes, we can. Because 10 years later, they got a little sunny ray. Because Jesus said, It ain't over till I say it's over. It'll take the dead and make them live. It'll take the sick and they can run a marathon. It'll take people that say, My cup is half empty to people that say, My cup is half full. Okay. There's no limit to God's healing power. When you declare His word, you declare His will. Over my life. And when we do that, guess who's in hot water? The enemy. You start putting the devil in hot water, and the Bible says if we submit ourselves to God, he has to flee. I like that. If I submit myself to the Lord, the enemy has to go. He he can't stay. He has to leave because I come not in my authority or in my power, but I am clothed, come on somebody, in the righteousness of God and through the power of Jesus Christ because of what he did on Calvary. I have authority. I can bind. I can loose. I got the keys. Devil, you can't touch me. You can't have my kids. You can't have my stuff because God is in control of my life. And I yield that to him. You know, the enemy has about as much power as Goliath did against David. He yells, he threatens, and he looks intimidating. But one stone in the sling of a righteous man or woman of God, one faith-filled believer that's willing to say, God, you got this. Show me what to do. Show me what to bind. Let me at him. And Goliath will drop right dead in front of you. So, okay, Brett, what's your stone? What do I put in the sling? What do I throw at the enemy? Here it is words. Your words that line up with this word. That's what you get the enemy with. It is written. It is written. I take the stance of this is what God says, this is what I say. If God said it, so be it. You know what amen means? So be it. That's what it means. So call yourself well changes your situation. Start calling yourself well, start seeing how good you feel. Well, Brett, I can't move my arm. Well, start saying you can. When I pray for people, and I'll pray for them today and here in just a few minutes, I'm going to say, what couldn't you do before you got up here? And they'll tell me I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. And I've told you some of those stories. I'll be like, well, do it now. What do you mean? I mean, do it now. What do you mean? I mean, do it now. And they'll be like, okay, I can't bend. Yes, you can bend. I can't bend. Okay, then I'll come back to you when you think you can bend. And they'll be like, well, wait. Uh, Well, do you believe that God's going to heal you? What would you come down here for? And then they'll go. And they'll bend and they'll be like, oh my, oh, I didn't do it. I just agreed with what the word said and you, you jumped on that. So what's your stone? It is the word of God. It is my words lining up with his word. Call my body well. Call your cholesterol low. Call your bones and muscles healed and strong. Call your heart restored. Every part of your body healthy and strong. Whatever's ailing you, you call it the way it's supposed to be. Call your memory restored. Huh? You have a great memory. You have great eyesight. You have great hearing. Call your back pain free. Don't wait until something's wrong to call it right. Call it into existence every day. It's prevention. It's good. You're stating the word of God. It's a a wonderful maintenance health program. Don't let anything creep in. Don't receive age-related decline. The Bible says that Moses, as he got older, he, he got better. I want to be better. You know, I, I, told, I told Mallory the other day, I said, I don't, I don't want to grow old. I really don't. I mean, I'm still, I, I, I'm, I get on the floor, play with my grandkids and do all that. I want to always be able to do that. And so I call myself agile and nimble. I believe God has a great plan for your life in Jesus' name. Jesus spoke to things and they obeyed. He spoke to a fever. It left. He spoke to wind and waves. They stopped. We've done that and we've watched it happen. He spoke to Lazarus. He'd been dead for four days. He rose up. That power and authority isn't meant just to be for Jesus only. This isn't Jesus came. God so loved the world this is for all who will believe that you could even do greater works that's john 14 12. so it's not just about one person remember last week we talked about jesus he went to the 12 then the 12 went to the uh, the 72 and just so it's kind of like mind blown my kids ever since they were little if they got sick or anything they got hurt they would come and they would say daddy pray for me And here's the reason. It wasn't, yes, I was their dad, but because when I prayed, God healed them. And they would come back because they would see results. Calling your body well is the least we should be going for. Here's thought number three. Calling yourself well establishes your end results. Job twenty-two 28. You'll succeed in whatever you choose to do, and light will shine on the road ahead of you. The King James says it this way, the new King James. You'll declare a thing, and it will be established for you. Before Jesus, I know what it feels like to feel Helpless and alone and just the mercy of whatever's happening we got to pray for people to be filled with the spirit last week and we told them when we don't know what to pray if we pray in the spirit the bible says we pray perfectly there's very few things i ever do in life that are perfect but if i can pray perfectly and god says i can if i don't know what to pray and i can pray in the the spirit and it is perfect that's pretty awesome that's pretty awesome We don't have to feel that way as believers. We have Jesus, and now we have his spirit that lives inside of us, the Holy Spirit. And his will, his intention for our lives is to be well, to be one of those kingdom people that people are like, oh my word, your your household is so good. Have you ever been to somebody's house and it just feels good in there? Because the presence of God is in there? You just see the blessing of God on their life and on their house? Know the end result Jesus died to give us. We need to put those results in motion. The ones that we're believing, saying the end result. We believe, we speak, we act, and we do not doubt. We thank God in advance for something that we've already seen in the spirit before we ever see it in the natural. That's what faith looks like. That's how the kingdom is. Confess, believe, do not doubt. Confess, believe, do not doubt. How many knows that faith gets it done? You know if we're talking about this, think about Abraham. Abraham was old, and I'm, I'm finishing up here. He was old, and really wasn't he's all past the kid having kids and all of that, and God talked to him and said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to see the stars and showed him a picture. And we've talked about that. The sands of the seashore. We talked about that. Abraham grabbed a hold of the picture and God changed his name from Abram to Abraham because it would be the father of many nations. And the Bible says that Abraham, he believed God and he took it that way. God, if you said it, I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. The Bible is never wrong. Calling yourself well is just faith. It's just you walking in your faith. Romans 4.16, the promise received by faith is given a free gift, and we're all certain to receive it. Whether or not we live according to the law of Moses, we have faith like Abraham's, for Abraham is the father of all who believe. Psalm, now I'm just going to give you some quick scripture. 102, 107, verse 2, King James says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Galatians 3.13 says he's redeemed us from the law. My friends, like we started this message, we need to say so. We need to call things. Let's say so. Say so. Put some pressure on the devil for a change. Unbelief comes from fear. And I mean, if you think that I never fought fear or never fought unbelief... I'm just like you guys. I put my pants on one leg at a time. And the enemy does everything. He tries just like with me, like he does with you. But you got to get to a point where you're going to have to say, I've got a fear is not from God. And I need to make sure that God is guiding my ship. Paul says this, I press, that's Philippians three fourteen. In other words, listen to this, and I, I looked at this, and I'm like, that is so good. Because remember Paul saying, I press for the mark, the high calling of God? Think about this. If, you put, if you're pressing, you're putting pressure. Isn't it time that you and I, as believers in Jesus Christ, put pressure on the enemy? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's put some pressure on him. Instead of being reactive, you know, I just got to react to everything he throws at me. Let's be proactive. I got one for you. Yeah. I'm going to pray for prosperity. I'm going to pray for health. I'm going to pray for healing. I'm going to pray for a job. I'm going to pray for this. I'm going to pray for that. I'm going to pray for a Holy Ghost anointing to fall. I'm going to pray whatever God tells me. I'm going to put me some pressure on the enemy. I'm going to get him off his heels and get him to be like, would you stop? Because, you know, when you get up in the morning, I want the devil to know you're up. We had four children, love every one of them. Maddie was all of their wills put into one child. And when her feet hit the floor, we were like, she's awake. I want to be like that to the devil. He's up, he's up. And let him go, okay, we got to dispatch people because this guy, he's going to put pressure on us. He's going to put pressure over here. He's going to, uh-oh, he's praying for people. Oh, no, that means if he's praying, he believes that word. And that's going to happen. we got to start putting pressure. Let him be worried about you. You don't have to worry about him. Amen. Press against fear and unbelief. Call yourself well. Faith puts pressure on the devil. Joy puts pressure on the devil. Put pressure on him in the name of Jesus. Because he has to flee when you put pressure from God. The Bible says, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. And you know what? When he leaves, tell him he can take his sickness with him. You can work your neck if you want. Snap your finger. You can take... There's a story, and I, I, I'm trying to think of the event. but basically, the enemy came in his room. This is the story he tells. He says it's true. I wasn't there. But I have no reason to doubt. He said the enemy came in, and fear just took in the room. And I've, I've been times I've had fear hit me like a wall. And, and his bed began to vibrate. And the bed moved clear from one spot, moved clear over to the other. And he was afraid that the Lord came and he called out to the Lord. The Bible says we call him the name of the Lord. He, he does what? He, he hears us. The Lord said, it's just the enemy. It's just time to go away. And he, has, he said all this peace came in. All, he felt all this power. So he said, devil, get out of here. And the devil had to leave. And he said, hey, devil, get back here. The devil came back. He said, put the bed back where you found it. He said the just shook back and went back in the same place and the thing took off. I'm just saying, you can say whatever you want. I wasn't there, but I'm just telling you, I can see God doing that. I can see him doing that, but that's what we need to do as believers. We need to say, you know what? I'm going to put pressure on the devil. Men of God, you put pressure on the devil. You take your households back. You love on your wife. You tell them kids, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. You. you show them what it's like. Mamas, you hug them kids and you show them the way of the Lord. When you're getting ready in the morning, you declare the things of God. In the shower, you can declare God. In the car, you can declare God. In the kitchen, in the garage. Begin to call yourself well. Name call. Lord, I call me what you call me. I'm going to say this and I'm done. I know it's 1144. Remember Gideon? Gideon, Gideon got, he was, was I was about to say, he was a scared, but he was, he was afraid. Remember what was going on? And he was hiding and an angel showed up and called him a man of valor, called him a man of God, mighty man of God, mighty man of valor. Gideon didn't see himself that way. See, part of our issue is we don't see ourselves the way God sees us. We've bought the lie of the enemy. I break it off you today in Jesus name. You see yourself how God sees you. God says you are a winner. God says you are more than a conqueror. He says you're the head and not the tail. And we got to start putting pressure on the devil. If God before me, who can be against me? You see, the devil doesn't want you to know that. He's feeling pressure right now. You start taking your life back, and I'm telling you what, he's going to be like backpedaling. Let him backpedal. You get what God has for you in Jesus' name. How many believe that? Somebody say amen. Amen. All right, let's pray. Come on. Come on. If you're there today, put every head down, every eye closed, and those online, if you're saying this too, just if you've never given God your total life, if you're saying, God, I've been three quarters in, nine tenths in, but I've never been all the way in, or maybe you were, but you jumped out and you want to get back in, you want to say, God, I want you, I need you. Then you just put your hand up. We're going to pray. Those online, you can raise your hand right where it is. Yes. Anybody else? Yes. Anybody else? Yes. This is where God, he just takes over and takes charge because, listen, this is what happens. Everybody open your eyes and look at me. You are about to change kingdoms. You're about to change from this one to that one because you have the authority that Jesus gave. Your choice is I'm stepping in. You make the decision, and because you make it, it stands. The only thing that keeps you here is unbelief. All right, close your eyes back again. (laughs) Anybody else online? Anybody else in here? Yes. Come on. Come on. Today's change day for you. Anybody else? Let's pray. Everybody say this with me. Those online, you say it too. Jesus, I call on your name. Come into my heart. I am totally sold out for you. From this moment forward, I am yours. I belong to you, and you belong to me. Today, I will resist the enemy because I have submitted to you, and now the pressure has changed. It is now off me, and it is on the devil. I am free I am free, I am free, I am free, I am free. In Jesus' name, somebody give God a shout. Hallelujah. Praise God. We got people being free in the building. People online, we love you. Everybody stand to your feet. Let's give God some glory in our giving and just thank him anyway. He's so good. If you want to just help ministry continue here, just let the Lord lead you. I don't have any gimmicks. I don't have any tricks. You just be led of God. You can text to give. You can give online. You can, you can mail it, do whatever. But we love you. We're believing God. We're going to pray. And then I'm going to come down front. If you need healing, you need anything, baptism in the Holy Spirit, whatever you need, I'll be down here to believe with you, and we'll see it happen. Agreed?